0: Welcome to the Thrive Church weekly message. We hope that you enjoy this podcast from Pastor Jared Van Burkle and we hope that it blesses you. For any more information on this sermon or any additional resources, visit us at thrivechurch.co.nz How much fun was that? Oh man, that wee baby, so cute, just sleeping through the whole thing. So much peace, I love it. Oh man. I love plays. You know, my wife cries at the end of any play. It doesn't matter what it is. She's always like, "They just did so well." We were at our, our daughter's ballet thing, and I look across. She's like, "Everybody's just tried so hard." Ah, <laughs> oh, so good to be able to just celebrate with our friends and family this morning. And I just wanna, I'm just gonna chat for a few minutes around our Christmas story because, you know, Christmas. I mean, I'm nearly 33, so I've had. Roughly 32 or 33 Christmases. And, you know, once you've done something more than half a dozen times, it can be really easy for the novelty to wear off. Um, I remember Marmite. Marmite was not special. Marmite on toast every day, Marmite on toast every day. Then we had the earthquakes and there was no Marmite. And my gosh, I remember the first time I had Marmite again, I nearly cried. I was like, oh, man, I miss this. This is so special. But when we have something all the time, we do, we just take it for granted. And we can take the, the the love and the radical gift of Jesus Christ at Christmas for granted so easily if we don't take those moments to step back and just admire the incredible wonder that was God's love um, at Christmas. And so what I want to do is I want to tell a wee story, and we're going to have a wee bit of a Bible lesson here. We're going to jump... To the Old Testament. Now, the Old Testament is the part of the Bible that was written before Jesus came. Okay, so now, now we have an awesome relationship with God because of Jesus, and we can all talk to Him whenever we want, and we can learn to hear His voice, and we can each have our own incredible, unique relationship with Him that is constantly filled with those moments where God speaks into our life or puts His love around us, and we go, "Man, God, You're amazing!" We get to have those incredible encounters. But in the Old Testament, it wasn't like that. This is the way I worked in the Old Testament, in my mind. Okay, so in the Old Testament, you had prophets. Okay, so God didn't really speak directly to his kids um, back then because they were orphaned. They didn't have a relationship with him. And so he would select... A couple prophets in each generation, They would be like the mouthpiece of God. They would speak on Daddy God's behalf to the kids. And so in my mind, it was kind of like a spiritual lottery because everybody uh, wanted a real relationship with God. Everybody wanted to hear His voice. And if you were the prophet, it was like, oh, my gosh, you got to have the thing that all the other thousands of people wanted. So in my mind, this is the way it would work, okay? Uh, Gabriel, one of the angels, and Michael, one of the angels, would get together, and they'd go, Do you know what? There's a new generation. That means God's going to spin the lottery wheel. And all the angels would gather around, and they'd be like, spin the wheel, spin the wheel. And God would go, and it would roll around, it would roll around, and it would be like, Isaiah. And everyone's like, yeah, Isaiah's going to get to be a prophet. He's going to get to have it. And then you know, another generation, they'd spin the wheel. And like, would be like, Ezekiel. Like, like, yeah, this guy's going to be amazing. They'd spin the wheel another generation. It's Elijah. God, but this guy would be so cool, given the ability to control the weather as well. And the angels were like, that's amazing. you know. And this would go on for generation after generation. The angels would get pumped, and mankind would have these cool prophets who would represent a portion of the nature of God to them. And then one day, Michael and Gabriel, they're hanging out. And they go, oh, it's that time. It's that time. It's been about 40 years or so. It's time to spin the wheel. And they get all the angels like, spin the wheel, spin the wheel. And God's just like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, we do this every generation, God. This is the thing. We need, we need, we need a prophet, God, because, you know, they all want relationship. Because, yeah, I want something deeper. They go, oh, something deeper. Okay. Oh, I want something more real. Oh, okay. So we're just going to wait. And they're like, oh, cool, waiting. You're outside time. You're okay. You can do that. You're good at waiting. You play the patient game. And so, so they go, okay. And then another generation rolls past and they go, God, it's time to spin the wheel. The last generation, they didn't have a prophet. It was pretty sad for them. It was a bit lame. Okay, They were in the lame zone, not the fun zone. Spin the wheel, God. And God's like, ah, I'm just waiting. And Michael goes, Yeah, Gabriel, he's just waiting. Gabriel's like, Yeah, I heard him. He's just waiting. Okay, we'll just wait. And then another generation goes past, and another, and another, and another. And the angels are like, My gosh, God, we've been waiting for ages. What are you what are you actually waiting for? He goes, Oh, I'm waiting for the perfect thing. And they go, Oh, the perfect thing is, yeah. I'm waiting for the fulfillment of time. And they go, Oh, the fulfillment of time. What it, what does that mean? He goes, oh, I'm waiting. See, angels, there's this thing. There's this perfect moment in the unfolding life of humankind where there's going to be the sweet spot in the world's history where I can break the silence and I can come into the story myself. There's a sweet spot, and I've been waiting for it. And now it's been about 400 years, and now it's my time to, to break the silence. And the angels go, oh, sweet. So we're going to spin like maybe 20 wheels. We'll get like 20 profits to make up for lost time. And God goes, no, no, what, are you serious? I'm, I'm the God of love. That's who I am. I'm the, I'm the God of relationship. I don't want somebody speaking on my behalf, giving a message of love. I'm, I'm the God of relationship. I want to break the silence personally. I want to place myself into the story and introduce my kids to myself. And the angel's like, you're gonna introduce them to yourself. How are you gonna do that? He Goes, well, I'm a, you know Jesus. And they go, yeah, we know Jesus. He's pretty cool. Jesus is like, hi guys, and um, and uh, he looks a lot like me, really handsome. And guy goes, well, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna see Jesus as a baby. And they're like, as a baby? He's lost it. And, and he goes, I'm gonna send him as a baby, and he's gonna grow up, and, and then he's gonna die. And they're like, what? And Jesus is like, well, wait. And, and he goes, and, and and he'll come back to life. And they're like, oh, this is good, this is good. And, and he's going to be the perfect representation of my love. And he's going to pay the price for everybody. And now instead of people wanting a lottery wheel spun to have a spiritual connection, anybody, any time they want can go through Jesus, who is the display of my radical love, of my nature. And because of what my son is going to do, All my kids that are orphans are going to be able to come back to me. Jesus is going to be like the firstborn son of so many sons and daughters. Do you know, at that time, Jesus came, and then within a few generations after Jesus, the story of Jesus started to spread across the world. Now there's over 2 billion people on the planet who don't need to spin a lottery wheel. They have their own relationship with Jesus. And it's this phenomenal story. And I wanted to share that because for two reasons. One, there might be people here today, and you go, you know what? I've been searching for something real. I've been searching for something authentic. And Christmas is so much more than candy canes and reindeer. Uh, It's about something phenomenal, it's about the greatest gift there is. Or you might have a relationship with God, but you feel like you've been living in a period of silence where. There hasn't been a real authenticity or a real connection. And what I want to do this morning is just where everybody is sitting. I want to pray for anybody who is in that space. You know, I feel like my walk with God has lost some of that wonder. I feel like I've been living in a place of silence. But in reality, God is always speaking to you. And all we need to do is to remind ourselves, I can just connect straight into Jesus, straight into the Holy Spirit, straight into Father God, and I can experience again the wonder. For any more information on this sermon or any additional resources, visit us at livechurch.co.nz.